0: Good morning, Stone Village. Happy second Sunday of Advent. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scripture of this day. Confront us with your claim upon our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Illuminate our hearts and our minds, so we may become a path of light for all the world. And help us to respond to the one who is coming, so that we may know life at its fullest and at its very best. In the name of the Christ child, we pray. Amen. The reading today is from Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan. And they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their faults. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? bear fruit worthy of repentance do not presume to say to yourselves we have Abraham as our ancestor for I tell you God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham even now the axe is laying at the root of the trees every tree therefore that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the grain rain, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire this is the word of god for the people of god thanks be to god what would you do if i preached today's sermon like john the baptist what if i was as blunt as he let's give it a shot so What brought you slithering in here today, you daughters and sons of snakes? Why are you here? To make yourself feel better? About how faithful and good you think you are? Are you here to give God that list you call prayer? I don't care what you've done for this community or how much money you've given. I wanna know what you're doing with your life. Where are you headed? Don't give me polite answers. This is not dress up and pretend time. This is serious. And there are consequences to the way you live and the choices you make. So if you are here to change your ways, to live a different life, to open yourself to God, to truly love your neighbor as yourself, then show it. Live it. Let it be seen by the choices you make, the priorities you establish, the actions you take, and the words you speak. If that's not why you are here, then get out. Go home. Go on. Slither back to the hole you came from. What would you think about that. How would you feel? Would you get angry? Would you leave the church? Withhold your pledge? Send a few emails? Post on social media? Would you talk to me about it? Would you ignore the sermon? Would you change your life? I suspect most of you don't want to hear a sermon like John's. I don't. John's kind of preaching, his kind of message, gives us a lot of reasons to turn away, perhaps run away. It's hard to hear. It holds before us. Things about ourselves we often do not want to see or deal with. It's challenging, it's critical, and it's uncomfortable. It threatens our way of of being in the world, in the status quo that we have established for our lives. And yet, Today's gospel says that the people of Jerusalem, in all Judea, in all region along the Jordan, were going out to hear John preach, even the religious authorities, the Pharisees and Sadducees. Why? Why would we ever, ever, ever want to hear a message like John's? Perhaps, it's not that we want to hear a message like John's, but we need to hear a message like John's. If I'm honest with myself, I can see and name the cracks in the veneer of my life. I know when my life is out of balance. I recognize the ways in which I resist others and struggle with certain relationships. At times, I contradict myself and betray my own integrity. I can see and name the patterns that are not helpful and at times even harmful to me and to others. And yet, I continue to do them. Oftentimes, I am afraid of the prospect of change. And if we're going to acknowledge a simple truth, it's always easier to settle for what is than change one's life for what might be. And that's precisely the moment when I need to hear John's message. I don't so much need him to tell me that I need to change. <laughs> I must always know that. However, I need him to remind me that I can change. That life can be different. I need to hear a message of hope and possibility. And that's what Advent is about. Hope. Hope possibility, the future. Don't you sometimes need to be reminded of that too? Hope, possibility, the future? We can change. Life can be different. That's the message of John the Baptist. It's the first thing he says in today's gospel. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. I used to think about repentance mostly in terms of behavior and and morals. To repent meant being sorry, remorseful, trying harder, and doing better the next time. It meant being good. I thought if i could just be good enough and do it all right then everything would work out of course life has a way of dispelling that notion and i suspect you know what i'm talking about so what if repentance is about more than being remorseful or trying harder or a program of of self-improvement what if re- repentance is really about returning to our truer and better selves, reclaiming our own integrity, in refusing to betray ourselves? I now think of repentance as learning to walk. It's not so much about whether we will fall. We will fall but whether we will get back up when we do fall. For me, repentance is about getting one's life back on track. The opportunity to change one's mind, to have a change of heart, to change the direction of one's life. So it's not so much about guilt or innocence, but about wholeness fullness. It's less about the past and where we've been and more about the future and where we are headed. Repentance offers us a future. It invites us, calls for, and solicits a change, a response from us. It doesn't have to be a huge change. It's not a once and for all type of thing. Repentance is a way of life. We repent our way through life. We repent our way into wholeness. And so I wonder this day, what would that look like for you? What is one change you could make today, or at least begin, that would bring a degree of wholeness and fullness to your life. Perhaps it's a change that would deepen a relationship you have. Perhaps it's a change that would open your eyes to the beauty of this world. Perhaps it's a change that would help you love and accept yourself more than you do. Perhaps it's a change that would open the way to forgiveness of another and of yourself. What is one change that would let you turn to the future with hope and the possibility of the impossible? One change, a new start, a future. That's Advent. And Advent promises that something is coming. And so I say to you this day, repent. Not because you're bad, but because you are worth it. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Amen. I give thanks to God for all of you. And I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God so those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and loving friend. (laughs) In the name of the Christ child and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's okay, Josiah. I love you, stoners. It's okay. Have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.